The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Natural healing is an evolving field with new discoveries coming forward every day. Join us to find out more about the products and methods that will work for you. Welcome to The Power of Natural Healing with Howard Strauss, a program with honest information and straightforward talk that will help you take control of your health. Now, here's your host, Howard Strauss. Good morning or afternoon wherever you are. Um, This is Howard Strauss, and this is The Power of Natural Healing uh, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Uh, Today, I have a very, very special guest. I mean, this this is a person who just means the world to me. Um, It's Anita Wilson, who is the uh, head of the Gerson Institute, the executive director of the Gerson Institute, and has been for coming on nine years now. Anita is an extraordinary human being. She started out, you know, heartland of America, uh, grew up on a small grain-producing farm in Indiana, uh, sixth generation on the land, and uh, in the fourth of five children, and the first to be born in a hospital. So very, very uh, earth, salt-of-the-earth uh, kind, of, kind of person. Um, she went to school out in uh, out in Indiana in, in high school and had a um, and, and this here's the first of some very very extraordinary coincidences. The, the in, in the class ahead of her was a man named John was a, a boy named John Seffron. And as uh, time has come into uh, has has come into its ripe fullness, uh, John Seffron has become a Dr. John Seffron and the head of the American Cancer Society. At, at the same time that Anita Wilson is the executive director of the premier alternative cancer um, activity in the world. So in that one little uh, Indiana town, we'll talk a little more about that. Uh, we had some, you know, the leaders of two of the, uh, the major uh, cancer organizations, one, uh, one of them um, dedicated to pure good, and the other one, mm, we'll talk about that too. Um, she has a, an amazing, uh, Anita has amazing uh, record in an education, director of special education programs, administrator with community me- mental health system in Cincinnati, Ohio, residential treatment facility for abused children, consultant with the state of Arizona Department of Development Developmental Disabilities, it's just a list that goes on and on. Founder, founding director of a charter high school with the Navajo tribe in the Testo Chapter House region of Arizona. Uh, and what this does not, what this does not show, what this resume does not show is that Anita, I consider Anita 
a, a, a giant heart with two legs. She is she has a bigger heart than anyone I've ever met. Uh, she has she has uh, had animal rescue her own her own animal rescue operations. She has taken care of an, an encephalic children, and now she's uh, head of the Gerson Institute. Anita Wilson, welcome to Power of Natural Healing. Thank you, Howard. Good morning, and thank you for that wonderful introduction. It's it's an honor and a pleasure to be here. Well, it's a pleasure to have you on, Anita, and uh, we're going to be talking uh, a lot about the Gerson Institute um, this uh, this hour. Uh, the Gerson Institute is responsible uh, now for the continuation and promotion and and encouragement and um, and, and integrity. Uh, of the Gerson therapy uh, in the world today. And um, I wonder if you could say anything about your role in that and, and how you've enjoyed doing that. Certainly. I never pass up an opportunity to share my passion and my excitement and joy and gratitude for, for being here. When I came to the Gerson Institute going on nine years ago, they had been through a very, very difficult time. And I found myself uh, with three other part-time employees, and that was it. And today we sit here with, with 20 employees in our office and three independent contractors and four other part-time people who work in various other program sites for us. So we have experienced incredible growth and I feel we've done that because we have always focused on service. It's just in our DNA here to be of service. We feel like we're the people that take Dr. Gerson's legacy and Charlotte's adding and Howard's role in making those footsteps deeper and larger for all of us to follow. We take the printed word, we take the spoken word, we take the work they've done, and we build the bridges for those people around the world who need the tools, who need the information, who need the education, who need the training to be able to apply this life-affirming therapy in their lives. Um, and I am the, I'm the head of a team of very diverse, talented, creative people, but we have that common purpose, that common mission of being here to keep Dr. Gerson's work alive in its highest level of integrity, integrity, and it's quite a journey, and it's very, very exciting. Uh, Anita, that's that's quite a quite a job statement, quite a quite a mission statement, uh, and and um, I just it would sound a little bit over the top, except I happen personally to know that you do absolutely everything you say you do and more. Um, I. I I can't I can't begin to tell you how valuable uh, Anita Wilson has been to the Gerson Institute. By the way, if anybody wants to reach the Gerson Institute, it's uh, it's in, in within the United States. Uh, I believe in Canada as well. There's a toll free number. It's eight 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 four the number four, and then Gerson G E R S O N. Just dial it out on your telephone, and um, and it's. Uh, uh, if anybody has uh, not only cancer but any kind of degenerative disease, uh, not only will you find honest and, and compassionate information, you'll actually find 
effective help at the Gerson Institute. We have we have an incredible uh, staff. Uh, as I as I um, just as Anita just mentioned, there's there's an attorney, there's a, uh, there there is an environmental engineer. There's all kinds of people there, um, most of them bilingual, uh, who can help people from all over the world. And uh, it's 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 just an incredible activity. You want to learn more about it? It's Gerson.org on the internet, and I and I highly recommend that you look into uh, Gerson.org for uh, for the um, uh, for the information on their very informative website. Um, Anita, what is um, when? There's, there's, there's many challenges for the Gerson Institute. I know that, uh, you have instituted all kinds of educational programs, um, while you've been there. And, um, how, how is that going? And, and, and how, how many people have you trained? And, and are they, are, are they of general interest to the, uh, to people out there? Yes, Howard. It seems like, let, let me back up a little bit and talk for a minute about how things work here. We listen, all of us keep our ear very close to the ground and listen very closely to what the hundreds and hundreds of people we hear from every week are asking us in terms of questions, are identifying or suggesting ways for us to help them. And out of that, there's already an assessed need, and then we respond to that. For instance, it hasn't been that many years ago. We would sit around two folding tables uh, for a, a what we called a caregiver class, and there would be 12 people there that had come from all over the world, and we did this once or twice a year. That has now grown due to public demand to 85 people who come three times a year and we now find ourselves we have we have one of those sessions coming up and we find ourselves already filled and yet we're five weeks away and by the time that comes we'll have a waiting list so (laughs) we know now is the time to go look for the new venue that lends itself to a larger capacity because one of the things we insist on is that when these people come we want them to have the best experience and opportunity with us and to get the information and education that they need but we also don't want them having to eat out in in restaurants and getting preservatives and getting non-organic food Uh, so we feed them so these 85 people um, and it takes a kitchen staff of a rotating staff of approximately 30 volunteers through that two and a half day to uh, prepare the breakfasts and the lunches for them both days and snacks. So so when we are out there looking for a venue, it isn't just about a room that's big enough. It's about a kitchen that's big enough. And we're just, we just hold a high standard that we will not settle for any less than doing that for our people. We well, also... Expanding, expanding that rapidly and also, uh, and also maintaining the standards uh, is a dual task that's very, very uh, uh, difficult. Many organizations find that very extremely difficult. Um, and, and yet you have a staff that's, uh, that's accomplishing it. Uh, is that right? That's right, Howard. They never rest on their laurels. 
every time after these workshops are over, we have debriefing at team levels. We have an all-staff debriefing, and they start the list of things and projects and start working on ways to improve and make it more efficient and more effective for people. It's it's truly, truly a, a blessing and an honor to be in a setting with, with this type of uh, having the bar raised all of the time. I would um, I would be in big trouble if I ever tried to say, oh, well, let's forget doing that. Let's not improve on that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, it's, it's just a, I've, I've met your staff and they're, they're extraordinary people to begin with. The, the, the people who actually come, uh, come and volunteer and, and come and work, uh, for your organization, uh, very often could get much higher salaries if they went out into, uh, into private practice and, and, and into the commercial world, uh, and, um, and, and struck out on their own. We're very fortunate to have been able to retain, hired, or hired and retain these these type of people. It truly is, and we're, and probably our biggest challenge is to just keep up. We have almost doubled just since the beginning of the recession in 2008. Amazing. We have doubled in size um, during what has been a very very difficult time economically, but I I sat with this situation and I thought. Our work and this business is based on ancient principles of wisdom that Dr. Gerson knew how to marry with his brilliant scientific mind into this incredible life, life healing and life affirming therapy. And so I felt we didn't need to accept the reality that this was going to be a time that we were going to struggle to survive, though initially we did. The one and only time I never have had before and haven't since then had to go to the staff and say things are getting so lean that if there are any of you that could take a leave of absence without pay, um, let's talk about that. Let's look at a, a schedule. Let's try to stagger our times off. And everybody cooperated with that, and we made it through. Um, a very, but a very short. It was a very about a two-month period, um, and things just started turning around for us because I then thought this through and thought, well, the only way we're really going to survive a recession is to grow, and we were seeing that more and more people were the phones were ringing, the emails were coming in, the walk-ins were showing up at our door, our workshops were growing, and so we just took we took a calculated risk. And we added more staff, and it brought such vibrancy and innovation and new ideas and programs that um, it's worked out very well. well for we're us. coming up on a break, Anita, and and uh, you know it's it just your story there is just fantastic. Um, not only not only is the uh, uh, is the organization growing and your programs growing, but it, I think it reflects uh, a growing need for for chronic disease care in this country. Uh, this is Howard Strauss, uh, The Power of Natural Healing. We'll be, uh, we'll be taking a short break here. We'll be right back right after break with Anita Wilson, uh, of the Executive Director of the Gerson Institute. Uh, this, this, uh, segment is brought to you by, by Gerson Healing Media. Gerson Healing Media, uh, GersonMedia.com. Come back to us after break. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter, formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you. 
every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. Get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Are you concerned about your children's health? Why not involve them in making their life healthier and fun all at the same time? Tune in to Tati's Kitchen. This program will give you and your children creative and healthy ideas in food, exercise, and lifestyle. The most common excuse parents have for not keeping their kids healthy is lack of time to cook healthier food and snacks for their kids. It won't take long. Give us an hour every Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time for Tati's Kitchen on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to The Power of Natural Healing with your host, Howard Strauss. To be a part of our discussion this week, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at gersonmedia.com. And now, back to The Power of Natural Healing. Welcome back. This is Howard Strauss and my guest, Anita Wilson, the executive director of the Gerson Institute in San Diego. <clears throat> now, uh, Anita, there's, uh, you were talking about the, about the educational program basically for laymen, uh, who are interested in becoming caregivers for the Gerson, uh, for Gerson patients or maybe even for their, their loved one or maybe even themselves. Um, but, you also run um, run a, a annual or biannual um, practitioners training uh, for doctors around the world as well. How does that How does that work for you? Yes, Howard. We have we have a two part uh, module for licensed practitioners, and module one occurs in May every year, and it is a five day classroom overview and in depth uh, study of Dr. Gerson's work, and we have seen such an incredible increase in the interest and the attendance and the registration in this in the last couple years. And then out of that, those practitioners that feel that they want to pursue licensure as a Gerson physician can enroll in an experiential phase of Module 2. And they do this in their, in their home practices. They do not have to return to San Diego for this. They with uh, in conjunction with our medical director, Dr. Kayla Smith, they pick up to three cases that they follow under her guidance and direction. Otherwise, it's it's a case consultation, a peer review model type of thing, and um, then they can that results in being a licensed physician. And it's this is this is a time uh, somewhat of a lengthy process. Because, as you know, the people have to stay on the therapy sometimes two, two and a half years. So uh, at the end of that time, we have very competent and confident people. We are very, very 
unique in the fact that the founders, uh, two of the founders, co-founders of our clinic, the Gerson Clinic in Budapest, Hungary, outside of Budapest, are recovered Gerson patients. And Dr. Melanie Nagy, who is the director there, uh, completed the Gerson, the Gerson practitioner training. And then, of course, you know, our, our beloved Beata Bishop, who's a 20, 25-year-plus melanoma survivor, uh, she, is she also reminded- involved with that clinic. Uh, she reminded us earlier this year, uh, she called us up in January uh, just to remind us, uh, I guess a victory lap, that it had been 30 years since she arrived at the uh, at the clinic in Mexico with stage four spreading melanoma. Now, I don't know whether most people know about this, but I think they do. Melanoma is the fastest spreading, fastest killing cancer there is. Uh, stage four uh, is generally accepted to be um, six to eight weeks of survival, and yet here she is, 30 years later, feisty and uh, and annoying as ever, uh, and uh, and still running around the world. It's very hard to catch her at home in London. Uh, always uh, lecturing, translating, uh, writing. She translated the book into Hungarian. Uh, it's it's uh, it's quite a testimony for the Gerson therapy. So. She- so Anita, um, you're, you're training these practitioners, um, and, and yet, and yet there's only one other center besides Mexico, uh, that has, that has actually, um, sprung up and, 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 and thrived, uh, in, in the, in the world, and that's in, in Hungary, outside, outside of Budapest. Um, can you explain the uh, the difficulty uh, of getting uh, getting a Gerson Center started? I'm sure the demand for it is great. Hello. And lots of factors. Can you hear me? Uh, yes, I just okay. you you were going there for a moment. Okay, there are a lot of factors, and one is that Gerson medicine is quite different from allopathic medicine it's a complete change and shift to a different to a holistic orientation to viewing the entire person and a lot of physicians have not made that transition yet the ones that are attracted to us who come for the training have already been started on that path or had that reawakened in them or decided isn't for them the other thing is because of Funding of not being covered, the clinics are not covered by insurance. It's very difficult for people to find the dollars and the resources. It's very expensive, as we learned in Sedona, to to start a clinic, and you have to have some dollars to fund that until you uh, become well-established. And depending on a person's discipline and what state they're in or what country they're in and their licensure, some of them more than others have to fear harassment by their licensure boards. Uh, just the same as people who do chelation sometimes are, are intimidated or even disciplined because the paperwork isn't done just so-so. You know, there's a great book written by a Dr. James Carter, not our, not our a former president um, <laughs> from Tulane University called Racketeering in Medicine. And it's a great study 
an expose of of the medical schools and the Rockefeller money and who paid for the the curriculum and and the programs and so there's that factor however having said that there again we're really excited because even in the state of California this last training in May we have two MDs who have enrolled in module 2 Wow. Uh, right here in this state. So this, this is a first for us and we're very, very excited about the, just, you know, as we went off the air before the first break, Howard, you were saying that a lot of the growth and a lot of the interest in the things that we're experiencing here are a part of a universal, a, an international phenomenon. People are turning their heads. People are starting to educate themselves and read and learn and understand about things they've taken for granted. And now they're interested in other options. And so this is a time it just thrills me. I tell Charlotte, you know, Charlotte, we're not swimming upstream like all of the years and all of the struggles and all of the difficulties that that Dr. Gerson had and that Charlotte had and that you've experienced, Howard, in this before, uh, long before my time. Those things are becoming more common and, and, and easier. I'm not saying that they're, that, you know, it's a, it, that it's a picnic, but it's, um, it, it is becoming easier. And well, you so, know what, you know what I think has happened? Um, the Rockefellers, uh, and, and their ilk, the, uh, and their, their, their similar organizations, the, uh, pharmaceutical companies and, uh, uh, and medical, uh, me- medicine for profit, uh, people have been so successful in promoting and encouraging cancer and, um, and chronic disease for money that yes, they've grown mega rich, but by now, by now, uh, one in two people uh, almost is getting cancer sometime in their life. Everybody knows somebody who has had cancer and who has had horrible torture at the hands of chemotherapists, radiologists, and surgeons uh, without uh, without results. And and uh, so so the the more I mean I, I speak to many people who say, oh, well, my my father, my mother, my brother all died of cancer, and I'm not going to let that happen to me. So, so they're they're saying they're starting to say no, uh, and and I, I just won't I won't do that. And they're starting to look around. Another another thing that's very interesting to me is I've I've read a number of books, um, that a number of books that uh, that are um, by cancer survivors, people people who have taken the bull by the horns and said no and looked around for cancer therapies that that actually could do them some good rather than kill them. And typically it takes, you know, two weeks, a month, three months, but they all find something. They all find something that works, that actually does work. Now, that's amazing since the American cancer establishment that only wants to find something profitable that works or maybe doesn't want to find it at all um, uh, has spent hundreds of billions of dollars in, quote, research, unquote, and come up with nothing, nothing. And whereas the you know the ordinary housewife with a, with some friends on the on the grapevine basically uh, on the telephone tree uh, comes up with comes up with you know half a dozen different uh, different viable means of curing cancer. And Howard, I want to go back to talking about physicians for a minute. There are many many people who genuinely go into medicine 
with the highest of intent and integrity to be healers. And they are experiencing and seeing some of the same things and saying some of the same things. And so I think we're at a time here in transition where we have an opportunity um, to take the best of all worlds. My goodness, look at the state of the diagnostic work. Um, we look forward to the day that the Gerson, the Gerson therapy can participate in perhaps some DNA research where they take the DNA, they introduce a certain type of food or nutrition, and then they immediately test it and see the changes. Um, th- these just have exciting potentials. Can you imagine your grandfather uh, and how excited he would be with our modern day diagnostic work and our emergency medicine, the state of our emergency medicine? But, but we're just finding more and more lovely, lovely, Sincere physicians who are who are also healers who are finding their way in some of these other avenues. I just well, yeah, wanted the, to comment the, on that. The medical personnel are in fact people just like we are, and they they are subject to the same kind of diseases, and they and their families are subject to the same kind of diseases that will torture them to death as uh, as as the the general population. They are not exempt. Um, the only thing they're exempt from is, is having to take things like chemotherapy because of lack of knowledge. Uh, they know and they won't take chemotherapy. Um, so, so it's, uh, it, we are seeing, we are seeing more doctors actually recommending us, but they cannot afford to, to, uh, to go against the uh, harsh control of the, of the pharmaceutical industry, the trillion dollar pharmaceutical industry, uh, and, and, uh, go against that because they'll be ruined. They'll be wrecked. But many of them, many of them, uh, uh almost under their breath tell their, st- tell their patients, look, you know, this, what I, what I have to offer is not going to do you any good. Go, go look at Gerson or some other, or some other means. We're coming up on another break in a few moments here. I'd just like to say we're on the line with uh, Anita Wilson, uh, the executive director of the wonderful, wonderful Gerson Institute. Uh, and, uh, and you can find uh, the Gerson Institute at gerson.org.org uh, on the web or at uh, 888-4-GERSON. And internationally, you can dial uh, 619 619- Six eight five five three five three to get connected to these wonderful people at the Gerson Institute. This is Howard Strauss. Please join us right after the break. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health and Wellness. Step into the doorway to conscious choice, greater health, and well-being. Attain the balance that you've been seeking. Tune in and turn on 1111 Talk Radio. Feed the mind. Embrace positively. Release the tension. Step out of fear. Host Simran Singh will help you broaden your mind and open your heart toward a greater understanding of how to take charge of your life. 1111 Talk Radio is here every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on 7th Wave Network. 1111 Talk Radio. Because shift happens. If you have a loved one that is undergoing treatment for substance abuse or mental illness, you owe it to them and yourself to tune in to One Hour at a Time with host Mary Woods. This compassionate and educational talk show will help you help those that you love by better understanding their condition and their personal recovery process. Tune in every Monday at 12 noon Pacific Time to One Hour at a Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Recovery begins this hour. 
Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to The Power of Natural Healing with your host, Howard Strauss. To be a part of our discussion this week, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at gersonmedia.com. And now, back to The Power of Natural Healing. Welcome back. This is Howard Strauss again, and uh, I'm having a, a conversation here with Anita Wilson, an absolutely spectacular human being uh, that uh, that has, for the last uh, dozen years or so, it's been my great, huge pleasure uh, to be associated with and to uh, to work with hand in glove. Um, uh, Anita, Anita is uh, is is. Extraordinary on more than just the ability to manage um, manage organizations and to grow organizations, and I have to tell you, she's spectacular at that. Um, and um, but she, but she is she is quite extraordinary in her uh, in her intuitive um, abilities. Uh, and and to, sort of making lemonade out of uh, out of lemons. Uh, and there's there's two two um, great incidents that, that that I was privy to <laughs> that, um, that that bear repeating. And these are how she found the the chef at uh, at our uh, Gerson Healing Center in Sedona, Arizona, and how she found the first chef at the Gerson Institute. Anita, you want to relate those stories? Yes, as as we were talking about some of the difficulties in starting Gerson clinics, of course, the the heart of the program is the kitchen and the food and the juices, and and, and it's incredibly labor intensive. And I was hired early in February of '96, and and on the first day of February, and we had exactly 11 days until the first patient was scheduled to arrive, and. We were working at the village of Oak Creek, had a beautiful building there and had started putting a lot of things in place. And I had a phone call that morning before I left home from a friend of mine in Flagstaff. And she said, oh, Anita, you know, on your lunch break, run down and see my husband. He's working at a job. And she gave me the address. Just go down and say hi to him and let him know where you are. So Howard and I were talking about the fact that we, you know, we needed to have um, an entire kitchen staff. We needed a chef. We needed juicers, we needed assistants, we needed organic uh, produce vendors, we needed, we had a walk-in cooler that had to be, that had to be installed. So on my lunch break, I run down and say hi to Lee's husband, and just as I'm getting ready to get back in the car, I turn around, and Lee has introduced me to three or four of his fellow workers that are on his crew. What were they doing? What were they doing? 
They were construction workers. Oh, construction workers, okay. Construction workers, yeah. And they had put their shovels down and come over, and when he had introduced us, and when I turned around before I got in the car, I said, oh, by the way, do any of you know, just almost being flippant, I said, do any of you know a chef who needs a job? Now, this is uh, this is the, the, the right people to ask is construction workers. <laughs> Absolutely. And one of, the, one of the young men just had this, you know, explosive smile on his face. He said, Anita, right before you pulled up, I just had a phone call from a friend of mine who just left his job just just 15 minutes ago left his job at northern arizona university as a chef and i said well please you know here here's the name and the number tell him to call me and so that's and that's how we found our our first chef and an extraordinary one at that so when i came to gerson in in uh, at the institute in san diego in may of 2003 and as i said there were only three other part-time employees and myself and that's when I developed little sayings like, like an, when you don't know what you're doing, anything's possible. I just, there was so much, there was so much on, on everybody's plate that we just showed up for work. And so about less than a year later, I had hired some additional people and one of our long-term employees, Nan, she's been, she's just the, the wise woman of, of Gerson and the keeper of the history for us and, uh, she told me that she came on the early shift that every morning she was stepping over a homeless man who was sleeping on the front porch. And so I said, you know, are you comfortable with that? And she said, yeah, I just wanted to tell you. So the next morning I decided to get up and go down early. And when I did and the gentleman saw somebody different coming, he started to grab his sleeping bag and run. And I made eye contact with him and could tell that he looked clean and, and, um, uh, I introduced myself, extended my hand, told him my name, told him a little bit about what the Gerson Institute did, and he told me his story. He had owned a towing truck business in the east, and one night some, some people set him up on a call uh, with the intent. Uh, they b- beat him up with a hammer and robbed him and took his money and took his truck, and uh, they were never able to get that. The police were never able to find them and get that back, and so I thought, wow, what something like that could do to my destiny and to my life situation. And then in his conversation, he indicated he had been a short order cook. And I said, just wait, wait right there. I'll be right back. (laughs) And I ran upstairs to Carol Beard's office. Carol's the president of our board, and she's also an employee. I said, Carol, would you be willing? There's a gentleman down on on the front porch who's indicated he's been a short order chef. And I told her a little bit about him. And I said, would you be willing? to train him how to cook and juice the Gerson way, and we'll open a little kitchen here. We had a little kitchen, and we'll get it stocked and equipped, and we'll start having the food and juices for our for our employees. And so that's how it started. That's how that started, and that grew. This gentleman didn't stay with us a long period of time. It wasn't without its challenges, but it got us started. And we then have gone on, and we eventually, not too many chefs after that, hired a graduate of the Art Institute Culinary Arts Program here in San Diego. And today we have Chef Jen, who's a world-class chef who owned her own restaurant in New Orleans for years. And so out of that little seed and that one action grew our ability to start feeding people at our workshops and I think and, and, and at I our think, trainings. I, I think that that is is tremendously illustrative of of the fact that you know what I what I called you earlier uh, a heart on two legs. <laughs> uh, you're you're just all heart. Um, 
you know, just just the idea of uh, having your own animal rescue operation, basically, uh, you know, running it, spending spending your own money to rescue animals off the Indian reservation and up in Flagstaff, Arizona, bringing them home, supporting them, taking tending to their medical needs, and all out of your own pocket. Now, that's that's something extraordinary. Um, and uh, and then and encephalic children. My goodness, how, how many people would be willing to to take that on? And um, could you tell us briefly about that uh, before before we go to break? Certainly. I was living in Flagstaff, Arizona, <laughs> and I I have had a pattern in my life of periods that I called gainful unemployment. I, I would take very demanding <laughs> professional jobs and I would work very hard. And when I felt the timing was right, I would, would leave those positions. But around the, in my late, late thirties, when I moved from the Midwest to Flagstaff, I quit applying for jobs and I just would say, put me where I need to be for my highest level of service and my greatest lessons to be learned. And for, and so, I felt a calling to become a foster mother uh, and take care of foster children. Well, I got a phone call from the from the developmental disabilities division, and they said this probably isn't the phone call that you're waiting for. But there's been a baby born at the hospital who's a hydranocephalic. He had a very enlarged head filled with just the the fluid, and and not the upper brain. And I just mm. I fell in love with him the minute they started telling me about him. And oh, the doctors oh. the doctors said, now Anita, he probably won't even live long enough for you to learn to feed him. He had to be gavaged. He didn't have enough of a sucking instinct to take a bottle. He didn't have the strength to do that. And they said, you need to come to the hospital and stay with him uh, around the clock, day and night, for a couple days until we feel you have adequately learned to gavage him. And I did that, and I took him home, and he lived for six weeks. He actually gained weight, and he grew in length. And um, was a very, very special little guy. He was blind and deaf, but I took him hiking. My, I had some neighbors that were college students, uh, PhD students at Northern Arizona University, and we used to all go hiking down in Sedona and uh, – so when he did pass, he passed with a suntan in the middle of the winter in uh, Flagstaff, Arizona. And it was just like all my experiences in life, just incredibly rewarding and, 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 uh, and had joy. I had the good parts of his life. I didn't, you know, I didn't have the, the pain. His mother had made a very loving decision to, to give him up for adoption. So, and so that's kind of how my life has worked the last, the last, uh, couple of decades and a half and that that I wait I wait until the phone rings and I get a call that sounds like something that that I want to do or that I feel led to do and I trust my instincts you know and that I was that willingness to follow and that was more that. or less that was more or less how uh, how you came to be the uh, executive director of That's the Gerson right. Institute as well that's right. I was in one of my periods of gainful unemployment, and my friend Charlotte McGuire, who was the founder of the American Holistic Nurses Association, called one Saturday morning and said, wake up, wake up. It's time to go back to work. The Gersons need you. Yeah, they do. They and did. When she, when she said the word Gerson, my body just felt like it had a charge go through it. And I said, I don't know who the Gersons are, but this is important. You have my attention. And a few hours later, I was in an interview with Howard and Hired, and 11 days later, we opened a clinic. And <laughs> <laughs> and what a joy. I guess if I had to say what, you know, what's the most rewarding thing about my work, 
it's it's several things, but one that comes to mind first is the contact with the people who are drawn to Gerson, both the patients and and the staff. It was just an amazing experience of of people that wear their hearts on their sleeve, whose values are just so so tender and so real, and and they're vulnerable, and it just awakened in us the need to create a safer place just as as nice of an experience in the cleanest best managed well run but yet still in any program we do or in 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 my own life I always leave part of the canvas blank you always leave that room for the spontaneous because because over the years I have changed our table of organization from being like a pyramid to being like a circle in fact or even flipping it over whereas the board's on the bottom and I'm there for the foundation for all these talented, gifted people that work here and who have their uh, skills and their expertise and and the work that we're having done by – we have a a communication specialist who's – tackling our website and making it so much more user-friendly, and she's not Nita, happy with yes. Nita, we're coming up on another cool. break. Okay, I will. Um, I'd love to continue uh, talking about this uh, after the break. If anybody has any questions for Anita and, or would like to get in touch, um, please call that number that, uh, that Brad um, uh, gave you. Um, this uh, this segment again is brought to you uh, brought to you by the uh, Gerson Media Gerson Health Media at gersonmedia.com, where uh, all kinds of books and uh, and uh, DVDs and booklets and literature and testimonials are available for uh, in case you're challenged by cancer or any degenerative disease. I strongly recommend that you come to gersonmedia.com. Um, this is Howard Strauss, and we'll, uh, we'll be continuing with Anita Wilson, Executive Director of the Gerson Institute, right after break. Please come back and join us. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health & Wellness. Hey, did you know Voice America has partnered with the KidStar Network to expand their reach through Voice America Kids? Voice America Kids will feature talk radio for kids, by kids, along with special event programming and live broadcasts. Each program is conveniently archived for on-demand listening at any time. Please check our archives for the latest events and happenings on voiceamericakids.com. Tune into the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to The Power of Natural Healing with your host, Howard Strauss. To be a part of our discussion this week, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at gersonmedia.com. And now, back to The Power of Natural Healing. 
Welcome back. I'm Howard Strauss, and I've been talking, uh, as as you know, to um, Anita Wilson, Executive Director of the Gerson Institute. And as you probably have discerned by now, a spectacular human being, Um, a heart with two legs, uh, who, who is also a very capable and creative administrator of a, of a wonderful organization. And having had the, uh, the opportunity from time to time to work at the Gerson Institute and, and sometimes, uh, work, work with them, um, it's, uh, it's just a joy. I mean, it sounds too good to be true, but believe me, it is true. These, that's the people who work there. The people who work there reflect uh, the atmosphere from the top and, uh, they all reflect the kind of people that Anita would like to be around and, and that I would like to be around. And, and it's just a wonderful, wonderful group. Anita, you want to talk a little more about that, uh, wonderful group you have? Yes, thank you. I was talking about our website and about our communication specialist and how she is so uh, focused on making uh, the best possible experience for anybody who visits our website or our social medias. You can go to Gerson, www.gerson.org, and click on the icons for uh, Facebook or Twitter. Uh, she keeps people updated and current on on activities. Um, Charlotte's 90th birthday will be in March of 2012. We will we will be posting information and making plans for a large life achievement <laughs> celebration. <laughs> That's going to be a bash. Won't that Won't that be something? Oh, what and, an, and by what the a way, privilege this is, that will be. And, and this This is something. This is something that uh, we haven't told people. Anita is the absolutely archetypical. Uh, uh, um, party girl. Anytime <laughs> you say the word party around Anita, all kinds of wonderful things start to happen. I mean, she makes parties happen like you've never seen. Just a well, wonder. So this this ought to be a real blowout. <laughs> I'm I'm only one person on an amazing team. Um, we have we have uh, nine people uh, on our frontline education team who answer our phones, who respond to our emails. The director of that team, Silvana, told me that since 2009, they have tripled the number of phone calls and emails that they are responding to. And these people hear the stories, the travesty, the sadness, the uh, the hopelessness of people. And they never get hard. They're sturdy and they're strong, but they never get armored and hard. And once in a while at a meeting, one of them will be very emotional in relaying a story to the rest of us. And I, and I love, I love that softness and that tenderness that's balanced with such cutting edge uh, professionalism and, and knowledge and information. Uh, we are nonprofit and so donations are a part of our lifeline. Specifically, we're eligible for donations from federal employees through the health and medical charity so if any of you are out there or know people who are you can look for us the cancer curing society in in your uh, pledge materials and also something else that's very exciting for us are people that are in the gerson camp who have employers who match their donations some programs match them a dollar for dollar, and also a lot of big companies have charitable foundations that uh, we just had Snyder Electric fund a, a grant for us for patient follow-up uh, to enhance and enrich our current uh, patient follow-up work. So we're very excited about that. We put out a monthly, go to our website and sign up for our free monthly e-bulletin that's packed with information. Uh, Diane 
Ake is our editor of our newsletter that, that comes out bi-monthly, and it's filled with the patient recovery stories and health information and education and a calendar of our events and things about our employees. We have a Gerson team now. We have a running team. We have such a group of, of athletes, and they have formed, uh, and they'll be entering their first uh, half marathon here in in September, the second weekend in September, and that's going to grow into a fundraising uh, type of activity where people can pledge so much per mile. And I believe we have nine people, nine or ten people that are going to be on that on that team that first time over at, at the start start line, and that's exciting. And I just want to talk about one other program that has come about. Uh, Carol Beard came to me one day and said, Anita, I'm hearing a lot from people who say, don't you have somewhere people can go to learn to cook and juice the Gerson way and to learn about the protocol who aren't seriously enough ill to to need to go to a hospital or a clinic. And so we started the Charlotte Gerson Health Restoration Center, and it is a six-day session. It's an educational residential program, and people come from all over the world for those for those six days. So that's another program. We, we have this whole continuum from information, referral, education, and training. And so what we see for the future is our continuing to build the bridges along that continuum so that we can continually be developing new techniques and new tools and new educational materials to help to help people to help translate from the theory and the practice into their day-to-day lives and to help make that easier for them and more streamlined and that's that's what drives that's what drives us is to be of the highest level of service and to be as helpful as we can to anybody interested in the Gerson therapy so i appreciate the opportunity to share a little bit more of that with you about our team. We have a medical services team. Um, We have a training. We have a training team that also offers a a telephone coaching program for people. And um, we're thinking of new ideas all the time. We're reaching out now. We recently moved. We moved uh, into a space 60% larger than we'd been in for 10 years. And we're reaching out to the community and starting to network with organic gardening groups and people who are growers in some of those groups that need the Gerson therapy and are interested in it and so it's just we're so we're just always full of of new ideas personally I'm a networker and I'm an idea person and those are the those are the things that I really like to um, like to work with and and I'm just one of a team I'm in a whole field a whole garden of of people who have have so many different skills that, well I've got, uh, I've got to say I've got to say Anita this has been uh, this has been just a a spectacular uh, hour, and uh, it's clearly not enough. <laughs> um, I, I just know uh, we, there's so many things about you that uh, that I would like to talk about, amusing things and and awe-inspiring awe things uh, that and, and and just mystical things that I would love to bring out. But unfortunately, we're uh, we're coming out, or we're running out of time. Um, I would like to say this segment was brought to you by Gerson Health Media, gersonmedia.com on the web, uh, where you can learn all, uh, all about the, uh, the various different publications and literature that we have. And then, uh, then you can go over to the Gerson Institute's website, gerson.org, and you can uh, find out 
uh, find out more about the Gerson therapy, this wonderful therapy, a holistic therapy for um, for degenerative chronic diseases, all the way up to and including advanced cancer. Um, and uh, and and if you're if you're uh, at all interested in in becoming one of the members of the staff of this uh, wonderful organization, I've got to I've got to just say it's a wonderful organization. Get in touch with Anita at the Gerson Institute, uh, Gerson.org, and um, and 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 see what they have to offer. They are just uh, a wonderful group to work with, a wonderful uh, wonderful bunch to be around, and they're healthy and they're happy. And, uh, and they, they just spend their lives making everybody else's lives healthy and happy as well. Um, what, what a wonderful way to spend your, your time. What a wonderful way to spend your days. Being healthy, bringing health and, and, um, and, and recovery and relief to, uh, people who are suffering. Um, Anita, thank you so much for being with me here. Thank you for, bringing this to the world and thank you for doing all you do um yes your team is uh your team is absolutely spectacular i have no doubt about that and i have no uh, qualms about saying that but but who is it that brought them all together and who is it that that lends the overall tone to uh, to that group it's you anita and uh my hat's off to you uh and i uh, i just think uh, you're doing a wonderful wonderful job Thank you, Howard. And I do want to, I do want to close by thanking Scott, who set me up, who happened to have just installed Skype <laughs> on my computer for me last week, and who, who got me set up with a headset. And I'm jokingly telling him, "Look, he got me into the 21st century, and there's still 89 years left. So we're just getting started." You're getting the jump on it. You're getting the jump on it. Um, uh, and I and I and next week, next week we're going to have three um, cancer recoveries. Um, on we're going to have three people who have recovered from uh, terrible terrible uh, cancers um, people who uh, including Beata Bishop uh, people who had um, maybe uh, three to six to nine weeks left to live and they're going to be on the power of natural healing this is Howard Strauss please join us next week uh, for uh, some amazing stories of recovery from advanced cancer Until then, stay healthy, spread the word. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of The Power of Natural Healing with Howard Strauss. Please join us again next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Until that time, have a healthy, happy week.